0: welcome back to our show. This is the preview for England versus Senegal in the round of 16 for the Qatar World Cup. If you're new to our channel, subscribe, drop this video a like and get involved in the comment section down below. The comment section goes off like a fan forum every single time. So drop your thoughts on England, on Senegal. Um, do you feel like England can get through to the next round? What? Are you slightly worried about? Um, and what would be your predicted lineup as well? So drop that in the comment section. We're around 20 subscribers away from 10,000, which is massive. So if we can do that in and around this video, happy, happy days up the England. Right, so England ranked fifth in the world. Senegal ranked 18th. England v Senegal has never been a fixture before, so that's mad that we've never played each other before. We do have a history of playing African nations in the World Cup. In 86, we drew 0-0 with Morocco. In 1990, we beat Egypt 1-0. 1990, we beat uh, Cameroon 3-2. 98, we beat Tunisia 2-0. 2003, nil nil with Nigeria. 2010, nil nil with Algeria. And then we beat uh, Tunisia 2-1 in 2018. So we've never lost to uh, a nation from Africa before. So what could go wrong in a World Cup? Um, but yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, in fact, to uh, summarise how I feel like England have done so far, I think we erupted at the World Cup with that blockbuster performance against Iran. Flatter to deceive against USA. Wales second half woke up. Hair-dry treatment from Southgate. A lot better second half. A lot better. Moved the ball quicker. We were more direct. We had more belief. So plenty to work on. Um... And that will take us into England v Senegal, which I think for England, this is going to be a really, really difficult, difficult game. And I'll tell you why. We know that Southgate is super structured, super rigid, super defensive, but does like to, uh, you know technically trying to have a, you know, a technical side of us going forward with pace, power, um, and to be direct at times, uh, you know, getting the ball into Kane. And he he, he he likes that structured stability going into a game, doesn't he? He sort of likes to try and man manage the game and, and he, England to grind the opposition down. We have a lot of the ball. We move the ball from left to right. It's very structured, very ponderous, very slow at times. Uh, and that kind of gives me a um, sort of a structured feel to it. Now, what we're going to come up against with Senegal is the complete opposite It's going to be pacey. It's going to be vibrant. It's going to be direct. It's going to be chaotic at times uh, with the way in which they get uh, men forward. They create a lot of overload. So if the ball goes down to the left hand side, there's a lot of runners coming from behind. And it can tend to look a little bit chaotic. They are a very, very good football side. uh, You you don't win the African Cup of Nations if you're really, really poor. They are are a good, good side. Um, But those are the traits that I've seen when I'm watching them that they do create. And I think for them to succeed in this game, that's what they've got to do. They've got to create overloads, be direct, use sub, be pacey have runners running in behind, running through the lines, uh, be defensively strong, be organised, rough England up a little bit. That's what I'm expecting we're going to see from Senegal and and those are their traits in which they're going to get something from this game. What do I want to see from England? I want to see us moving the ball a lot quicker. The ball has... It's got to move quicker. We can't have two or three touches on the ball. We've seen that in the uh, USA game and we saw it in the first half against Wales. Too slow. But when we did start to find Foden and he did start getting on the ball, one touch football, we were carving them open for the goal that went across the goal to Foden. It was great work on the right hand side, one touch, two touch football. Create a a space, create an opening, ball across. They're not defensively set. Foden on the back post, goal. That's that's the type of football we have to play if we're going to progress in this tournament. If we're going to play that ponderous, slow, moving from left to right against a low block, then we're going to have problems. But what I probably would say is the more you get into the tournament, the better the opposition, the more they have a go at you, the more you can create your own openings, create space, there is space. So that type of feel to it. I don't think Senegal are going to be like USA and Wales and just sit there with a low block. I think that they're going to offer. A, they are going to offer a bit more. So I don't think it's going to be that type of game where England have got to just break a side down. I think they are going to show a bit because they do have some really, really talented, talented players. Uh, in one of them, Ishmael Saar. Who Ishmael Saar? It was linked with Aston Villa. And he's class man. He's pacey. He's direct. He's got a shot on him. He's got belief. He's got. You know, he's that winger that's got that bit of like uh, confidence, that bit of swagger, uh, and he will pose England massive, massive problems. And this is why I feel like we're going to make a change at, right back into this game as well. So let's have a little look at how uh, Senegal's set up. They've got Boulala Dia up top, uh, who is a real, real handful. Ismail Asar, like I've said, on the left-hand side, Massive, massive presence. They've got a midfield three. I mean, this is looking like a four, two, three, one, but they've been playing four three three, really. Drush the guy is normally sitting in around this position. So they predominantly look like a four-three-three. Three. They've got Kula at the back, um, who you know is is a is a good defender. Um, do I feel like pace in and around him poses him a lot of problems? Yes. I remember watching him against um Aston Villa beat Chelsea, and I felt like he got run ragged as well. So, defensively, they're very sound. to Pose a threat on um, corners, free kicks as well. They've got a lot of height in their team. They're a big, big team. They've got a big presence. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think they're really decent, to be fair. Uh, this is how they um, set up for their last game. Uh four, three, 3 3 in the middle, 3 out wide, 2 wingers. And then a focal point striker as well. England set up in their last game quite far forward, to be fair. If you can see here, the defensive shape of England, uh, we've sort of we pushed up, you know, 10, 10 15 yards further forward, aren't we? Uh, because we're playing against a team with a low block. Uh, double pivot, Kane up top. Foden had a real good game running, running through the channels, playing on the left, playing on the right as well. Uh, we do offer a lot of width from out wide as well. And these two have been pretty, pretty solid all tournament for England. If we have a look at some of the the chances that uh, Senegal have been creating in this tournament, this was against Ecuador in the last game that they won 1-0. So Ismail Assar with the shot just goes over the bar. But as you can see, they've got a lot of players. They commit a lot of players forward, uh, which is something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, I think in this tournament so far, England haven't really ha- had to do too much defending. Where I think Senegal will, will commit a lot of bodies forward. Again, they had another chance. You've got one, two, three, four players in the box. And then this was a massive chance that they missed as well. What would I say about their quality going forward? Sometimes it can look like it goes missing and goes wanting. Uh, they had numerous, numerous chances in this game and spurned them all. That was a massive chance and he, he dragged it wide. But yeah, in and around, a lot of support. Uh, so the penalty, Ishmael Assar won the penalty and converted it. It was a long ball forward. Uh, his pace caused the Ecuador defence problems um, and they were able to get the penalty and the foul here uh defending off corners I think this is where they've got a little bit of a lapsing concentration in on them as you can see that what we've seen from a couple of teams in this tournament is they're they're playing zonal marking and they're just lining a couple of pl- four players up across the edge of the um six yard box uh and this they just they weren't switched on here and they're an absolute man off this corner. And then again, Koulibaly put one away to win it for him. As you can see, Ecuador, they have the same sort of setup on corners, uh, lining up edge of the box. And, you know, I think for me in this game, one player who's going to thrive off corners is going to be Harry Maguire. I think he's looked to fret off every corner we've had so far. Uh, so if I had to pick a goal scorer for this game, I'm going to go Harry Maguire off a corner. Uh, so let's have now a little look at what we think England can go with formation-wise. So, I'm thinking we're going to go with a a 4-2-3-1. I don't think we're going to go 5 at the back. Uh, I don't feel like we need to go 5 at the back. Um, I think we've I just don't feel like we need to do that in this game. Uh, maybe against France if we get through, but definitely not against Senegal. And then I think right back, we're going to go and see Carl Walker come back in. Carl Walker's going to come back in because of the pace of Ismail Assar. Uh, he's going to pose a massive, massive threat. Uh, so I think Walker will come back in for this one. Declan Rice was substituted uh, towards the end of the last game to give him a rest. And I also feel like it's quite difficult, in it, to think of think of what we're going to go with and, and what we're going to do. But I would like to see this. So I think Declan Rice, Bellingham are going to start. I think on the left hand side. I don't think you can drop Foden. I think we looked really, really dynamic with Foden and Rashford out wide. I think Foden has to play in this England side for me. He's one of our best players um, and I feel like this is what he's going to go with. He's going to go with Harry Kane up top. And he's going to bring back Mason Mount for this game as well. So that's what I feel like he's going to go with. Uh, I don't think you can drop Rashford after his last game. I don't really think you can drop Foden unless you're going to bring in Grealish. But I would go with Foden, I think. It's how he feels about Sterling, but I I, I don't think he's done enough in the games that he started to warrant playing over Foden or Rashford for me. So I think I would stick with this, if I'm being all honest. Rashford's in the goals, Foden's in the goals. They both took their opportunities really well when they came in. So this is what I sort of would like to go with myself. Is he going to go with... um, Saka and Sterling, it's just whatever, it's just whatever, whatever Southgate feels fit. But for me, I think this looks um, a lot more dynamic going forward, Uh, a lot more pacey, a lot more energetic. You've got the defensive shape here, which is better. Uh, Shaw and Walker can go forward as well. I think that looks pretty, pretty good. Uh, So let me know what um, your thoughts are on this lineup so yeah hopefully you've enjoyed this episode um my score prediction for the game is going to be I think they're gonna pose as a problem I think Senegal are gonna score and I think it's gonna end 1 one. And it's going to go to extra time. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-1. I think um, I think they're quite decent. and You just don't know what you're going to get with England, do you? you? You don't know what level and what type of performance you're going to get. So I'm going to go 1-1 and I think we'll win in extra time. So uh, thank you for watching. Hope you've enjoyed the content. Subscribe, like and comment in the comment section below. Up the England.